just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life. It's my time. I came from Philly, then I moved to Harrisburg. Spent time in Cali, blowing on the rarest herb. Made some bread, was a manager then. Good at dealing with people, couldn't handle it then. Money had me scrambling like Randall back then. Ups and downs with my chick, hard to handle it, man What's the dough really mean without family and love? Still go for your dreams, but put family above All the shallow shit, people try to take you off your path You don't allow that shit Stop wanting love from those that don't know you Appreciate your folks that seen what you go through Why would I stop? I don't even know how Papa Zan, that's the only way I slow down I could entertain y'all, but I'm no clown Puff and puff on the L till it blows down Just living my life, just living my life Just living my life Hey everyone, Anthony with Interviews at Everyday People, um, hanging out here in studio at iRock Radio. Very excited about this. Um, I'll let you, I always let my guests introduce themselves, but I just want to get the first initial thing out. So if you guys like what you hear, obviously, all the links below um, to find iRock Radio, their website, everything, um, our uh, merch page, all that cool stuff, everything we really go over is in the links below, so you can check all that out and support. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button while you're here, and uh, if you give us a like and a comment and tell us what we're doing good, with bad, feedback's always amazing. Um, with that being said, you want to give us a little intro here? Uh, Jay Hunter with iRockRadio.me. Dot the dot, M-E. dot M-E is very important. Yes. There are other iRock radios out there. So. Uh. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I found out that there's another. So I use the abbreviation IWEP. And so there's other. Right. Like, I, I, I was doing like hashtags. I did IWEP. And there's a lot. Of, like There's like an Indian company that goes by IWEP. Oh, there I don't is? Know, I don't know okay. what it means, but they use it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we share hashtags. Just like WWF. So, yes. Back in the day. Yep. <laughs> You ever see the shirts with the uh, the panda hitting the other yes. panda with the steel yep. chair? Yeah, I want that shirt so bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so we actually met a while back at a, a place at Good Goodfellas. Goodfellas in Pottsville. There was a show going on where it was. Um, I don't remember which one of my buddy's bands was opening that night. I want to say was it was it Look Alive? Uh, you know, here, here. Yes, was it? Yes. It was Look Alive. You can talk too. Yes. We can set up a, set up a mic for you if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Look Alive. And then the headliner that night was uh, Another Day Dawns. Yes. Uh, yeah. Lead and singer I, and from I believe, yeah. I believe the, there were two bands there that were actually the same band minus like one person. Oh, yeah. It was Mahantango was a... and Look Alive. Okay. That's what there it was. You go. Yeah. Okay. Very good friends of mine. I'm actually wearing a Look Alive t shirt at the moment. Oh, at the camera. Yeah. Look Alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're, they're actually the intro music to our other one podcast. Cool oh. dudes, very like, very very cool guys. You should you should spend some time. They have that cool old school rock station sound. Yes, they're very yeah. like they have. They're inspired by the Crowbot sound. Okay, like that pot. Okay. We, it's like the Pottsville funk rock sound. We say, yeah, but uh, yeah, they're they're good guys. But uh, yeah, so I met you there, 
and then I was like, well, what's iRock Radio? And we kind of bounced some ideas off each other. And then a buddy of yours, Al, who, you know. Al, yeah. So, and then he's like, I know your dad, and I see you guys do the beer one. So we kind of just start bouncing. And then I guess you start researching, and you've been a fan of the wrestling one. I'm a huge fan of the Tornado Podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, uh, well, on the way here, I was listening to the to the station for the first time because I didn't realize that you like I had thought I had I thought when you download the app you had to pay the subscription, but there's a little X up in the corner. No, and and yeah, just to be clear, um, because we I do this as, as we'll I'm sure get into mm-hmm. more, but uh, I do this as well as the other DJs all for fun. Yep, we've all worked in FM radio at some point or another in our lives. Uh, some as you know uh, college radio, some as professional, some as both. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, we're not making a penny off of this. Yeah. So I got sidetracked. What 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 were we saying? <laughs> um, it happens. It happens. That um, will happen a lot, by the way. <laughs> Too many fried brain cells. Yeah. Um, so we were saying. I was saying how you, when I d- first heard about you guys, I tried to tune in, and I was like, oh, I, right. I, I didn't. I couldn't afford the okay. subscription. Yeah. Right. And and at this moment in time, uh, we do not have our own app. Yeah. Because that would cost another $40 a month. Yes. So what we are on... Uh, TuneIn. We, we're on TuneIn. We're on a, a bunch of other different ones. We were on iTunes for a little while, but it wasn't very easy to find. Okay. Because iTunes did do ra- uh, radio stations, but now they're only doing FM radio stations, okay. from what I understand. TuneIn is only doing FM radio stations now also. They were doing internet radio stations. So we were lucky enough to hop on TuneIn bef- before they... they grandfathered it cut cut it off yeah. and, and we got grandfathered in so as long as we're irockradio.me we are grandfathered in oh, and cool. that's that's uh, a good thing yeah so, so you, if you go to tune in and you type you just when you first download the app it's going to initially pop up saying hey you need a subscription there is an up upper corner there's an upper right hand corner if there's an it, x close that out you're full access to the app yes um, you will get commercials and stuff but it's full access to all the radio stations you yeah and yeah. with our station at the moment uh you pretty much only get a commercial right before the stream starts mm-hmm. and then after that if if we run any sponsors um we don't again we don't profit yeah. so if we do run any ads we're we're literally just running a promo for a concert that we're doing, yeah. Or that we're involved in, or uh, we're offsetting some of our royalty costs, yeah. Because every song that we play, the royalty fees have to be paid mm-hmm. uh, to ASCAP, BMI, SESAC, uh, Sound Exchange, etc. Yeah, yeah. Same here. If you hear me <clears throat> talking about something or giving it like an on-air plug, I'm definitely not getting paid for it. Um, right, right. <laughs> I just enjoy no, doing we, it, and I'm passionate about what I'm putting out there. We so. we just love. We have a passion for radio, and we have a passion for rock music. Yeah. Plain and simple. I've always been a fan of radio, but I guess because of my influence, I've always had a love hate for radio. I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> I am I am a huge Howard Stern fan, so I guess like I love Howard because he's Howard. He he's he he's with no apologies. He is who he is, and he's going to be who he is, and he's talented enough that he's changed the game. He has, you know, what without I mean? a shadow of a doubt. And one of one of my. Uh, my, my first full-time job in radio included running board, uh, not in the building with him, but Mm -hmm. at an affiliate of Howard's running, running the show. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm very, very, like, I just remember being (laughs) probably way too young to be listening, but at the time my, (laughs) me, my dad, my dad would drive me to school and I was using my grandmother's address at North Schuylkill and I was living in Monty city, but I really wanted to play soccer. 
and Monterey wouldn't let me go and play soccer in front of the school. So I was illegally using my grandmother's address, and my dad would drive me every morning. I'd get up super early, and he would either drive me to Ashland, or he would, depending on how early we got up, he would drive me to Ashland so I can then take the bus, or he would just drive me straight to North Schuylkill. And every morning, uh-huh. we'd listen to Howard Stern on the way to school. And I just remember being a kid like, this is awesome. Like, and, mm-hmm. it wasn't, and it wasn't because I was a kid and I was like, they're talking about boobs or any like, silly things like that. It was just – just I guess I've always been drawn to someone just being themselves. Like as a wrestling fan, like when AEW, like they, they look – NXT, like you could tell when the promotion is having fun. They're not so like, – right. like when someone's being scripted on a mic or when someone's allowed to be themselves. It just shines. Sure. That genuineness shines. And I, I'm attracted to that. Um, so I've always been a fan of Howard for that reason. Like he just – and then obviously like growing up and then seeing the movie and then just following his career, I've just been very, very inspired. And then the podcast world came and I was like the Kevin Smiths or the Joe Rogans. I was like this is, this is where I need – this is what I want to do. You know, it's funny. It's not just the attraction of, of people being themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but in all honesty, it's it's just uh, it, people are just better at performing when they're being themselves. Yeah, and you know I'm not going to you know try to tweak this into your tornado podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, that's why the Attitude Era was so awesome. Yeah, it wasn't wrestling wise. It, 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 it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily because of the the attitude itself mm-hmm. it was because everyone had a chance to be themselves yeah. and Vince wasn't micromanaging yep 100%. and and you know degeneration X was just being themselves they were uh, granted everyone's a caricature of themselves yeah same as DJ is on the air you know like what what you're hearing right now yeah it might be tweaked a little bit when yeah. when you hear DJ talking by themselves in, in between songs yeah but you're you're a caricature of yourself, and as long as you're still portraying yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you're always going to do better. Yeah. Uh, you know when I when I first started doing radio, <laughs> um, it, it it was funny because well it was it was in uh, your hometown, yeah, or not your hometown, but where you are now, uh, close the, to Pots, Pottsville. Pottsville. I'm in Pottsville all the time. And uh, the the radio station that I was working at, I went from college radio to being on a top forty station, mm-hmm. and I was fine with that because at the time top forty played everything. Top forty played dance. They played yep. alternative. They played rock. They played. They played everything mm-hmm. as long as it was a hit. And uh, at the time, it was like late eighties, early nineties. So there was this this whole uh, type of of genre of DJ that it, we called it puking. And okay. puking <laughs> is when hey everybody we want to talk like this and I'm going to talk really fast and I'm going to try to rhyme and I'm going to do this and I'm going to yeah and like how Howard makes fun of hey WNBC right yeah. WNBC <laughs> yeah. and and I was a I just was so eager to get into the business and I thought you know what Tamaqua Pottsville all right they're not getting it. In Allentown, they do this. Yeah. In Philly, they do this. So I tried to adopt that. That friggin' ruined me. <laughs> it ruined me. So, I mean, for years and years and years, I've, I've tried to play catch-up. Because once you get in the habit of puking, you, can't get, back you out. can't get out. Yeah. So when I finally started working at WZZO, uh, a heritage rock station in Allentown, they didn't know what to do with me. And I feel so bad. Robin Lee, who, you know, I love her to death. She's a wonderful woman. And she gave me my break into rock radio. And uh, she is just 
amazing. And she also DJed on, on YSP and she also uh, DJs now on WMMR in Philadelphia. And, uh, but God love her. She didn't know how to wind me down. And the truth is, I don't know if anybody could have at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, because she basically said, okay, take your headphones off. Okay, do this. Okay, do that. And you know what I sounded like? I sounded like this all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was going to play Led Zeppelin. And I was going to you know, like, and, and, yeah. but, and I sounded bored. Yeah. Bored out of my mind. It was either full throttle or nothing at or all. Or I was on idle. Yep. There was no in between. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing how I, I had jobs <laughs> during this time period and <laughs> transition in my life. Once again, like going back to old Howard, you listen to Howard when he first started, he, he, he was horrible. He yeah. Really. He had a real yeah. high pitched nasally voice. This is Howard Stern. Like you're like, wow. And now he's, now he's the king. He's the king. Yeah. yeah. Like no one ever is good when they first start something like, no, you know no. What I mean, and you got to go through those growing pains, but that's what, that's what separates you is from everybody else. If you're willing to keep going through those growing pains and all, I, 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 I figure I'll, I'll name drop because a lot of your listenership is like yeah. around the school County area. So, um, RC, good, good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got in the radio around the same time. He yep. got in a little bit sooner than, than I did, but yeah, he he did the same thing, but he straightened himself out pretty quick. Yeah, uh, had a good teacher, and he he kind of you know stuck around that area. So he had one teacher, mm-hmm. and I through through college, I had teachers from different markets and also in different formats. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh well, they don't know what they're doing here. Yeah, they did. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Yeah, but. You know, so I, I, I guess it kind of runs down to being a punk kid and thinking that you know better. Yeah. And for the first, I'd say five years, I uh, maybe even ten, I was out of twenty-two years, I was a punk kid who thought he he knew a lot better than what he did. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if I can go back, there's so much that uh, Scott Carr, Paula Perez, Jackie Hoffman, uh, Robin Lee. Uh, and Jack Myers had had taught me that I look back now and I'm like, they were trying to tell me stuff, this stuff back then. Yeah. And uh, I just wasn't listening. And then, you know, people like you come along and do a podcast and you're ready to do an air shift right off the bat. You have the voice for it. <laughs> you already that. you already know the natural yeah. uh, ability of it. So if you ever want to do a shift on irockradio.me, .me. Uh, you can, <laughs> you're always welcome. <laughs> awesome. That'd be really fun. Like, yeah. I, I, like I always said, like, I was, we made jokes about it because uh, I kind of, I kind of, not harassed, but I kind of, I'm very vocal about T102 and, and I don't know the insides and outs. So I don't come off as, I don't try not to come off as disrespectful, but there's some things that I wish they'd done more. And we were just talking about off, on, off camera. There, there's um, a lot of people that locally... They're, they they only see the area as as one particular yes. thing. Yeah, and they're not looking at it on a business standpoint or a programming standpoint or yeah. anything like that. So yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm coming off as a as a guy who does this just for pure passion. How you're doing yours for pure passion. So I'm not making money. I mean, if I did, it'd be great. <laughs> but I'm not. That's not my end goal. Right. But I I I look at my area and I and I. I take pride in where I come from in school county and, and being like, uh, even though I'm a one side of them, like school county obviously is very divided, divided by the mountain. If you're on one side of the mountain, 
Tamako, you guys kind of. What are you got, talking about? <laughs> Tamako kind of got lumped into the Pottsville crowd because they were a nicer town. But like Monte City, Shenandoah, Gerardville, Ashland, they're like, you guys stay where you belong. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pottsville or Tamako was a nicer town. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, maybe back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but I just remember, I just now that I like, I remember I didn't really dive into those other towns until I was much, much, much later and out of high school. You kind of stay with your niche. Like, you stay in the Monty's. Like, the only two crowds that really intermingled was, like, maybe Monty City and Shenandoah Kids because they were close. Um, where if you were, like, I didn't really start experiencing the possible crowds and stuff until much, much, much later. And now I, I kind of see School County as a whole. And I'm very proud of where I come from because I think there's so much amazing talent and so much amazing things going on. And then I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I'm starting to build this platform and I'm trying to educate people on those cool things. Um, maybe my mm-hmm. style going about it could be different, but it is what it is. Once again, I'm just trying to be myself. Like, so sometimes conversations come up that maybe aren't the greatest for everyone, but it is what it is. We right, are school exactly. county. We are school county. Um, but I feel like my like my interview thing. Like, the, like I I don't try to do an interview. I try to do a conversation. So when I sit down and talk to a, a a band or a business or someone's trying to do something in the area, it's more or less just. Because I, once again, being a Howard Stern fan, I remember I would tune in and be like, I hate Miley Cyrus. Can't stand her. Hate everything about her. And then I think back, I'm like, do I hate her because I was told to by the media? Because she's not, like, she's doing crazy things. And she's Are not you being, just not a fan of the music? Oh, am I not a fan of the music? I didn't even listen to her music. I'm just being told because it's the cool thing to do is being a 30-year-old white male that I shouldn't be listening to Miley Cyrus. And then I start diving in, and I listen to it. I'm like, she's super talented. And then I hear her interviewed on Howard Stern, and I'm like, she's a cool person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, that's, yeah. and then I'm thinking to myself, all right, so we live in School County where everyone's judged right away. So, so like, you know this one person, and you're affiliated with this person, so I'm immediately judging you because we live in a small, coal region I, town. I, I, I would not even associate it with School County because yeah. the, the truth is, just as a society in general, uh-huh. we are judged. Yes. We're judged the second somebody looks at you. Yes. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like I, for, uh, I started shaving my head. I, I shaved my head now over half my life. Yeah, I mean, See, mo- most people don't realize that. <laughs> at, at this point, at this point in my life, they're thinking, "Oh, the guy's like in his upper forties. He shaves his head because he's going bald." Yeah. No, I had a full head. I, I had a full not not just a full head of hair. I had a full wavy mullet. Really? And I went straight from a mullet to you shaving should, my head. You should bring the mullet back. I, should I bring them all you back? Definitely bring See, them now back. it would be the skullet. Yeah. Now it would. Yeah. <laughs> but when I started shaving There's my head, it was 22 years old. <laughs> 22 years old, I started shaving my head. And at that time, if you weren't Ed Kowalczyk from Live, he just shaved his head. Yeah. Uh, Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins, he just shaved his head. If you weren't one of those two people and you had a shaved head, you were a skinhead. Yeah. You were racist. You 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 were a white supremacist. Yep. And and that was uh, that was something that kind of I, I was looked at funny for a while. Yeah, I was. And uh, then slowly things started to pr- progress. Yeah. And 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 become more pop culture accepted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I so so my idea was if I just do this style of podcast and I could bring someone on to sit down and talk and people actually listen to their stories. And like, yo, because we're all the same people, regardless if you're from Monty City or Pottsville or Shenandoah, there's really no difference in how we were brought up. There's really no difference of what we've no. experienced. And if people can just let that go and then they're like, you know what, like they were really cool in the interview, 
me personally went out and listened to more and supported more of that artist because I heard a really good interview by Howard Stern. And I was thinking to myself, like, how can I bring that to a local level? And that's kind of why I did what I did, you know? So okay. like, going back into the, like, the T102, everyone's like, oh, you should get a job. And I was like, they probably wouldn't hire me because my whole objective would be how do I incorporate local? That's, I'm, I'm just very passionate about that. That's my thing. Like, yeah. But yeah. I understand they have bills to pay I mean, and stuff like that. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know anybody that works there anymore. Yeah. Uh, one, but I haven't been in contact with him for a very long time. Yeah. Um, so I can't honestly say that I know anymore mm-hmm. how they're how they're running things. Uh, all I'm going to say is, um, when it comes to certain bands promoting them mm-hmm. or certain types of events that have to do with with bands, mm-hmm. um, they are a CHR or what would be considered maybe a hot AC yeah. type format. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, the names of those formats have have altered, at least since I've worked there. Mm-hmm. They don't really play rock anymore. No. So, and if they do, it's like pop rock. So if, if they're not doing rock anymore, why would they want to do something that incorporates a rock audience? Mm-hmm. What that's going to do is that's going to turn off the people that do listen to them for their format. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I always try to do with with iRockRadio.me the one thing that I always try to do with that is because you know like people will say oh well you you play unsigned bands too why don't you play this band and you know I'm like okay well you know what this band is really good um, there's a lot of layers to rock yeah yes there is but I'm like this band is really good but they don't necessarily Fit our format. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but they're from the same area that you broadcast from, so yeah. why don't you want to support them? Okay. And and I, I, I'd love to support them. Mm-hmm. And I will on a personal level, mm-hmm. but even with a hobby, regardless, it you you want the people that listen to you as a business. Yeah. Just or a hobby or whatever, but your goal even if you're not a profitable business, your goal is to have the most people listen. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me turn it around for for you. Sure. Okay, people listen to your podcast, mm-hmm. specifically uh, this one, mm-hmm. because they want to hear you talk to people, just having conversations with them, yeah. finding a little bit about their background and everything else. And for the most part, they're local people, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what if all of a sudden? Somebody went to your podcast and they clicked on it, and it was nothing but Christmas music around June. Yeah, they'd be like, "What is this? I'm like, what the hell is this?" Yeah, right. Um, it, it it's kind of the same thing, and that's, that's why, why I, that's why I listen to radio after the day of the Thanksgiving. I, I I'm not a she's not in the room. I hate Christmas music. <laughs> You hate Christmas I hate music? It. It's so bad. All right. We're not even going to talk about this right now. It's so bad. We're not even going to talk about this right now. You turn on the radio, it's but, the same. It, it's how many times and by how many different artists you hear the same song. It's like the same four songs by 14 different people. I'm like ready to kill myself. By the end of the all, day. Right, all right. So anyway, Scrooge. Um, but, uh, but, but no, like if, if people are expecting to hear a certain thing yes. and then they're hearing something else. That's 
it it just doesn't yeah. it doesn't work and it I'm, doesn't make I, sense and like i said i always say like well me but then i always sat back because i always play devil's advocate like i have a vision and i have a view but then i also try to sit back and say well maybe why like i always question i'm always analyzing stuff like if i well if i didn't like heavy metal music but if I at least tried, I might like not everyone's willing to do that kind of stuff, and I totally understand that. Um, and like how you were saying before, rock is weird. Like I know I have friends who listen to rock music, and if it's not heavy enough, they they hate it. Like like that they have like I just call rock rock. It's funny you say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because now we are a rock station. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that we don't play any alternative? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, we play quite a bit of alternative. Yeah. Um, you know, if if you're comparing us to uh, Sirius XM, mm-hmm. all right. I don't know if we can. Can we say their name? Sure. Is that you know, copywritten or whatever? But if you're comparing us they're to ne- them, they're never going to hear this. I would say. <laughs> I would say. I don't know. I, th- I think some of the DJs listen to us actually. But yeah. <laughs> um, I would say we're a combination of Octane Turbo, Lithium, uh, with a smidge of uh, Hair Nation. And Ozzy's Boneyard. Yeah. All um, good stations. But, oh yeah, they, they, they are all good stations. And we have a guest in the studio. <laughs> Missy likes the DJ from time to time. Miss, <laughs> Missy is my black cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, she does. She'll hop up and she'll like start rubbing on the microphone while I'm doing a shift sometimes. It's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, these... Uh, these uh, yeah, that we will play alternative. We will play some metal. So we do play Slipknot. Yeah. All right. We don't play a ton of Slipknot. We play more Stone Sour, yeah. but we do play Slipknot, and we do play the new Slipknot. You know, especially. Yeah. Um, you know, we do play old school metal. So we do play Metallica. Sabbath. We do play Megadeth. We do play Maiden. Anthrax. We play Iron Maiden. We play yeah Black Sabbath, like you had said, mm-hmm. etc. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you're just playing me. Now you're just playing. <laughs> there's really two. <laughs> Is there two cats? No. Oh, no, no, there's not. All right, it just goes around. That's all. Yeah, um, like he opened it once. I wonder if we'll do it again. But you know, it's like some people say, "Well, why don't you have like a metal hour? Why don't you have yeah. a local band show the way you know other radio stations do?" And I say, "Look, you know, the, what we're doing, we're, we're trying to do something." That is kind of like uh uh what's what's the word I'm trying to think of here a collage or a big soup pot full a hodgepodge yeah a hodgepodge there you go. my friend my friend Ben on the show is gonna love that I use that word hodgepodge he tried to name our one show pop culture hodge that was supposed to be the name of not cool in high school. Pop, pop culture hodgepodge. And that would not be cool in no, high school. and I hate it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, if, if, like, you know, other radio stations do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there are rock stations that play a little bit of classic, a little bit of new. Of course, that's, that's called variety. Mm-hmm. Okay, or at least it's not necessarily variety if it's the same different styled songs that are played over and over again. Yeah. So what we try to do playing the hits from the 80s over and over again. We will play hits next to bands that you don't really hear other places. Then we'll play uh, album cuts from some of the other hit bands. Then we'll throw in some independent artists. 
And we don't overdo it because, let's face it, there are you – know, there, there's only so much music that you can fit in one hour. But the way we always try to, to, to make it work out is that – and this is what I always try to tell people. Like you can't – everybody is going to tune into a radio station. Even myself, who owns the radio station, yeah. is going to tune into the station and hear songs that they don't like. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. Like I will play something that I don't like because I know that other people will like it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Very unpopular decision. I am not a fan of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Anybody who knows me very well knows that I'm not a huge fan of Pearl Jam. Some people like Nickelback. Um, <laughs> I was taking a you're shot. You're an man. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, it's tr- really- the truth is they jumped the shark. Yeah. Okay. That, it, it, that <laughs> poster right there that, that uh, got signed that's on my wall. Yeah. Uh, they were cool then. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's, we actually did an interview. I did an interview with a heavy metal band. Like they're he- they're heavy. And the one member of the band is like, I like Nickelback, and I was like, Wait, what? Are we, are we, are we allowed to say that? Like, and he goes, No. He goes, The reason I like them is because they're fully aware of what they're doing. They even say to themselves, like, We can do heavy metal music. We're talented enough to do it, but it doesn't sell. So we're gonna play poppy stuff that's gonna put on the radio, and we're gonna make, we're gonna do cookie you know cutter. They, yeah. they, they do have heavier stuff on their albums. Yeah. Okay. Like, we do cookie yeah. cutter music because yeah. we're trying to make money. We right. completely sold our soul. <laughs> right. right. And they're very well aware of it. Right. I mean, they didn't sell it completely. They still yeah. have it on the albums. Yeah. They just don't always release it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but yes, they, they jumped the shark a few albums ago and now I'm I'm kinda done. Yeah. <laughs> kinda done for a while. But um yeah, we, we even uh, the independent artists, like we will play unsigned artists. You can only fit so so much in one hour. Mm-hmm. And our concept is um, and I always tell people this to, you know, if you're going to listen to the station, give it a chance, mm-hmm. listen to it for about 15, 20 minutes. If, and it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's not for everyone. So I, I always encourage honest feedback, whether you like it or whether you don't, yep. but don't just say it sucks or don't just say it's great. Tell me why it's great or why yeah. it sucks. I listened to, I would say about five, five or six songs from our, our trip over from um, Tatter Flag to here. Mm-hmm. First song I tuned in, I was like, "Oh, not a fan of that one." I'm not a huge Five Finger Death Punch guy, but it was, okay. it, but it was a decent Five Finger. It wasn't like a hit Five Finger. It was like a, it was like something I've never heard before. It was like a Five Finger Death Punch that wasn't something I've, I've heard. So it wasn't something I was like expecting. But it was, it wasn't horrible. I enjoyed it. Right. And then you played Fozzy, and you had a really cool intro to Fozzy talking about wrestling, which is awesome. So brownie points, I'm a, a plus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you played some Chili Peppers, and I think there was like another, like another song I was into right after that too. But even the Fozzy song you played wasn't the one I'm. I was like, it wasn't a Fozzy song that I thought most read. Like, if you're in here, like most. It, it was his latest single, I think. At yes. the time, yeah, 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 it was good. I liked it. I, I mean, I now that I know I can listen to it more, I'm going to. Yeah, I was uh, on the radio at the time. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, I heard your. I heard your Fozzy cut. It was <laughs> That's awesome. right. That's right. Fozzy's gonna be at Chameleon Club. Yes, he is. Yeah, yep. I'll be there. And I think he's gonna be with Through Fire. Yeah, I'm not. Mistaken. Yeah, I mean, so, um, I'll, I'll listen to the intro band, but I'm I'm there for the Le Champion. Well, I I think you're going to be really impressed with Through Fire really? if you haven't seen them yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very good guys, friends of ours, and uh, they're oh, on yeah. they're right on their uh, they're on their sophomore album now. Cool. And what are uh, they out of? jeez. Uh, yeah, I know. Very good friends of ours. But, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> um, oh, I want I wanted to say. 
Kansas, but I'm not sure. I know it's Midwest. Listen, through fire, I'll buy a T-shirt if you can give me a high five with the Le Champion. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, well, we'll see what we can do, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, independent artists, we will play uh, uh, once every two hours, also. Oh, cool. And how, do, how does an artist? Sorry to cut you off, but how does an artist go about? Like, so say, like I have, a, I interview a lot of bands. And okay. if they listen to this interview and they're like, well, how do we get radio time so we can maybe get some ears on our stuff? How do they go about getting on the station? They can submit their music for consideration. Yes. Uh, because, again, you can only fit so much music in an hour. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you can submit it uh, via email. Uh, the email address is on the website. So if you just go to www.irockradio.me, go under the features section, which is right on the header, uh, the scroll down. Uh, for features, one will say IROC Indies. Click on that, and I'll give you a summary of what IROC Indies is. Uh, it'll also uh, explain to you where where to go, what email address. Um, I'll say it now, but you don't have to remember it now if you go to the website. It's irockradio365 at gmail.com. Um, so if you do that. 30-minute mark. Just kind of memorize that. 30 minutes. Yeah. Right. Um have you been talking that long already? Yeah. It goes quick, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm full of hot air, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying that um, so I can I'm gonna clip it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um might want to clip it again. <laughs> Sorry, it's all natural. That's why I love it. Natural conversation. Oh no. So you go you go to the thing, you put your email in. You, yeah. Irockradio uh three six five at gmail dot com. Um so you can do that. And then also uh on that feature you can see a list of all of the IROC indies that we do play. Any, mm -hmm. any bands that are unsigned or that are on an independent label we call IROC indies. Cool. And then you, you can just click on any of them. You can click on Cold Kingdom. Uh, you can click on uh, From Around Here, Another Day Dawns, or Small Town Titans. I love you, Small Town Titans. They are amazing. They're not signed yet. No. How? No. They're so and, and, you know, that's, that's another thing that could be a whole different podcast of its own. I'd love uh, to interview a, them. A, another show. And that would be the fact that there are so many bands anymore that really they're, they're succeeding without being on a label. Yeah. They're doing or, or great. Or not, not being on a major label. Yeah. Um, another band that works very, the drummer's uh, a big wrestling fan too. I know. Huge wrestling. Fan. I know. I keep telling him like, dude, you got to come here, not just for an interview, but we'll, we'll have a pay-per-view party here. It'll be great. I'm in. Tell me. Are you in? I'm in. All right. I, I met him at at a wrestling show. We'll plan it for WrestleMania. All right. I met him at a wrestling show. We met. We went at. Um. I walked up to him. I was like, "Hey, I know you don't know me, but like, he went to North School, so we're in the same neighborhood. He's from School County. The drummer. He he lives. I think he's from Gordon. Yep. So yep. I was like, "Hey, I know you don't know me, but I do a podcast, and like, I'm a big fan of your band. It'd be cool if like we ever work. So and it kind of. I, I'm not saying he blew me off, but I'm sure he gets it all the time. You know what I mean? And I was just still still green, but I'm like, I'm a fan of your band. You have really good music. Not just like a lot of people are like, oh, I love their covers. No, their originals are just as good. Like that dude's voice is phenomenal. I I I think. I mean, you can see a ton of their covers right now on YouTube. They get a lot of hits. But uh, I mean, it, it, to the point now where this is their job. Yeah. They they don't do any other jobs outside of this except for uh, Phil the singer. He's or yeah Phil. Mm -hmm. He uh, he gives voice lessons. Yeah he. But I've never seen someone push out that deep of a bass out of a voice, like, and then go that high also. Yeah. Yep. Like that. It. I mean, hitting a high note you can do. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's. I think it's harder to get as much because when you go deep, you lose more projection. 
He projects his bass vo- like it's unbelievable. I can get you to do a high note right now. It would just kick me in the nuts. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get up and do- <laughs> no, the wrestling's getting out of control now. No, I, um, yeah, I'm is a- is this the tornado podcast or is this- <laughs> all my shows blend into each other? I'm sure. That- I'm sure at some point we'll start talking about movies. It happens all the time. You yeah. do. Un- you do understand. You said thirty minutes a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of Small Town Titans. I actually was listening. We were. I, I had them in the car the other night on their way home from. We were out yep. with friends. And I was like, and I put on their Folsom Prison Blues, and I put on their like some of their originals. Very, very good. Their, band. their new single is called "The Man," uh, which okay. we just started playing. And uh, yeah, I mean every every single song that they come out with is is the potential of being money. Yeah, I agree without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I like them and, a lot. And you know, while we're at it, might as well just say now because I I know you know you're. Your heart is solely in Schuylkill County. Well, I, I shouldn't mean, say solely, it, but I mean I, I'm but, very proud, and I'm yes. trying to build up there. But I'm, yes. I'm open to talk to anyone from anywhere. But but I I am very proud of Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania as a whole. Uh, last year was was such a wake up call for me. I was uh, because when, when when I go through, you know, I I go through and add music the same as a lot of different program directors of FM radio stations. I'm I'm very uh, open to playing things that other stations aren't, though. But I always check the charts and and the different releases of record labels also. And when I go through it, I see the the media base of the top rock songs in the country. And the wake-up call was a year ago. Uh, Well, yeah, I guess it was was about January uh, a year ago. And... The, in the top 20 rock songs in the country, five of them were from Pennsylvania between Scranton and New York. Really? Yeah. Do, we, do you have any names? So it was Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, they're still doing huge. It was Hailstorm. Yep. It was From Ashes to New. I did not know they were from Pennsylvania. That's cool. They're actually closest to here out of all the bands. They're from Elizabethtown, so they're right in between Harrisburg and wow. Lancaster. Um, it was... Uh, a band called Kulik, who was on RCA at the time, uh, they're they're now re-releasing uh, an, another album just independently with the they have the same management as the Goo Goo Dolls. Okay, uh, but Kulik is more of an alternative artist. Um, so it was Kulik, Hailstorm, From Ashes to New, Breaking Benjamin, and Motionless and White. Okay, and Motionless and White is from Pittston. So between Wilkesbury and Scranton, yeah. So and that was all in the top twenty rock songs in the country. Yeah, and then yep. just recently, a couple weeks ago, uh, Crowbot just broke top ten for rock songs right now, right? With Low Life, right? So, and they're you know Pottsville. So that's awesome. And I, I, as a matter of fact, I think what last year didn't they have a a, a single that was still in the? It was at least in the top fifty. Yeah, probably. So I for, I forget what it was. Yeah. It was. I, 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 I like Crowbot stuff, but I was not a fan of that single, so I don't remember the. Their, it might have been their third album. Might have been their new album is awesome. I st- I'm a huge. I'm still very, very big on. Their they first did a album. great show at the at the Chameleon oh. Club. They're they're just fun. We're talking about being genuine on stage and just being yeah. like, and then being just that coming through. Exactly who they are on stage is exactly who they are off stage. 
like Bishop playing and smiling and having a yeah. good time and the just how they they legit have fun being around each other. Them, the chemistry that band them is and Hailstorm are like the only two bands that I really haven't had any quality one on one time yeah, with to, so cool. to talk with. Hail, now that Hailstorm singer, she's female, right? Lizzie, yeah. and she's been doing she's like thirteen. Like she's been she started young. You know what's funny? The the only time that I've ever met Hailstorm uh, was I was working at a radio station down in here in the Harrisburg area uh, called 105.7 The X. Mm -hmm. And they were involved heavily at the time with the Millennium Music Conference. And I and uh, I forget what bands were like really big at the time. Uh, Darcy Minor Band and I think Condition K, which had the original drummer of Breaking Benjamin in it mm -hmm. then at that time. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was a really great Millennium Music Conference. And all of a sudden this band comes up on stage and I was like, and, and I'm going to say it cause I, I don't care. Cause I, I really, it's just going to make me sound like an idiot and I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I saw this band come up on stage and it was literally two kids and their dad. And, uh, judge them right away. I, I did. I did. <laughs> like we were saying before judging right away. And then they started doing like, Hairband type music, which I am a huge fan hair of hairbands. I love hair metal, but <laughs> but <laughs> big hairy butt here. Yeah, um, it it I'm not a fan of hairband style when it's a band that's trying to get into today's music. Unless you're Steel Panther. Well, this this was in <laughs> 2004. Yeah. Okay? So, really, if you were trying to be cool in music, mm -hmm. you wanted to be as far away from the hairband era as possible. You know? Unless I, you were, like, the darkness or something like they that. They were awesome, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so... If, I, if hair metal can come back, Right away, I was like, that. you know what? This girl has an incredible voice. Yeah. But if they're doing this stuff, how are they ever going to make it? Well, wasn't I a friggin' idiot? <laughs> First time I ever seen and, Brandon, uh, we were at Goodfellas, and he walked out in a woman's suit jacket and a pair of the tightest pants I've ever seen in my life with his long hair and his... And he, he didn't even have the full beard. He just had big mutton chops, I think, at the time. And uh, he walked out and goes, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brandon from Crowbot. And I was like, all right, what is this guy doing? And then he hit that first note of Legend of the Space Foreign Killer, and I was like, Sold. I walked right over to their merch table. <laughs> I was that like, was it. That was the single. Yeah. <laughs> Legend of the Spaceborn Killer. Yeah. yeah. And that was their first song they ever put out. Like that's what they open every show with. Legend of the Spaceborn Killer. So Oh really? So their thing So they re released that. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I mean it was re released, but like they had like an E P version and then like like a like a paper C D version and then they re released it with a new uh a, a new guy came in kind of reformat a little bit. But their their Legend of the Spaceborn Killer is like Eddie. To Iron Maiden, so like they use the the spaceborn killer, like it's a silhouette okay. of like a demon monster thing, and they try to put that image on all their albums. So he's like the like that is like their like their Eddie, like he follows them everywhere, like he's on every album. Gotcha. So if you look at every yep. album, the the, the spaceborn killer is somewhere on it. They have a comic book based on the spaceborn killer, like they they're, oh, they no they yeah, Brandon does a comic book. It's called Hobo Comics. Um, and it's called The Legend of Spaceborn Killer. I think he's working on the second issue now, but it's a whole backstory of where this monster alien demon came from that's terrorizing the world. Hmm. It's awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, yeah, so Halo Star, I, I actually seen them on MTV, like in 2004, 2005. I guess they had like a, a spotlight on them. 
Yeah, and then and, and, I believe uh, their music what was, was what was their uh, oh their first single was a ballad, um, and they were featured on um, I think one of the I don't know if it was Madden, but it was it was on one of the EA Sports video games. That one of their songs were featured. It was like a heavier song. Okay, yeah, I hate the misery. It might have been. Okay. Yeah, I just I just I remember oh this is a cool song and then looking it up and like holy crap they're from PA I just remember that being cool. Bitter taste of poison. That was, might be was their first single. Okay, that, that was a more of a ballad. Yeah, I'd have to look I'd have to look it up, but I do remember yeah. I think that, like, that's kind of where I heard of them. Yeah. But yeah, uh, even like the Harrisburg area, like I know like I don't really know much of the like band wise when it comes to the Harrisburg, but I met a lot of the local like hip hop and raps and like and artists that way. Some super talented people. Oh, yeah. And then a lot of them like, yep. I can't wait to get out of this area because you can't be successful in this area. I'm like, you're so wrong. Like, if you live in the Harrisburg School County area, we're three hours from three major metropolises. So if people from New York, Philly, and Pittsburgh are all traveling through and they're trying to branch out to find new things, you're right in their radar. Like, you know, uh, Fuel moved to Harrisburg mm-hmm. to, to, get, to get noticed. Yeah. They they originated in Nashville, mm-hmm. so which by the way didn't Crowbot weren't weren't they originally uh, from? No, uh, Bishop when he was younger lived in North Carolina, but then he moved. Okay, when he was like an I guess like a teenager. Oh, so it wasn't the band. And then that he kind met of no, no, and, and then, then he okay. met Brandon. This could be all wrong. I'm just I'm just kind of going by memory a little bit, but um, then he met Brandon while he was living and working, and he was in some bands in the area up here like uh, uh, Monster Party and stuff. So then he met Brandon, they started Crowbot, and then they've had some member changes. Um, the drummer now, crazy, uh, I won't go to the full story because if you ever interview him, it is a great one to talk about. Um, but um, they actually met their drummer on a Craigslist ad. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and and then he like came and did like a thing and he's like, he, he like he's... He's just their personality. He's like the perfect fit. Like he's he's unbelievable. Yeah. And then Eddie has just been like the Collins. Um, his whole family has been just music, amazing musicians. Their whole like their dad has been in the business for so long and doing such cool things in music. And then he all the kids just came out to just being yeah. amazing musicians. Like one of the biggest cover bands in our area is Hooligan, and his brother is like the member of that. And then his his sister is a drummer of a band called Adrenaline. And then Eddie just like just now kind of finding his way into Crowbot, but he's been in the music right. scene forever too. Just amazing. Nice. T- so it's just a good mix melting pot yeah. for that band right now. But you know, when, a, when a band leaves Nashville, which, which Nashville, although yes, they are, uh, known there for, for country without a doubt, but yeah. it, it is quite a big, uh, rock town pot. also. Yeah, it's a melting pot. Yeah, it is a melting pot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a band like uh, the caliber of fuel that moved to Harrisburg to get noticed. And they they did that at the time only because of live in the Badleys. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, yeah. Um, and then if you count Philadelphia, which we haven't even mentioned any Philadelphia bands, then you know you got the the hair bands. So Poison originated from Mechanicsburg, mm-hmm. and Cinderella and Britney Fox came from Philadelphia area. And Is it, Sebastian Bach from around here too. Uh, that I don't know. I thought he was from originally. That I do not know. There's but, a rumor that one of Poison's first shows is in Minersville. It it might have been. Yeah. It might have like been. Of course, bar. they didn't have C.C. DeVille at the time because they did pick him up in L.A. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's there's other musicians in other bands that are from Pennsylvania also. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we're not, we're not even, you know, touching on the, the, the pop artists. We're just yeah. talking about the rock artists. But Pink, um, Pink's from right, out, right outside of Philly. 
Yeah, and uh, I want to. It's not Mechanicsburg though. No, and then uh, someone really big is from Reading. Well, uh, Taylor Swift, but she, yes. doesn't, she doesn't claim it. Well, yeah, but she's still, from, she's from Nashville. Um, the drummer of Stitched Up Heart is from Scranton. Okay. Uh, he actually uh, Decker. He he graduated with my intern that we were talking about back at um, back at the X in in Wilkesbury, mm-hmm. who got me the Aussie poster. Um, but uh, yeah, he graduated with with her, and then then he uh, he ended up going to South uh, South Cal- Southern California. Yeah, and Roy, who's in Stone Sour, and now also, and by the way, he got the drumming gig in Stone Sour, recommended to Corey by Vinnie Paul. He actually got recommended for, uh, by Vinnie Paul, wow. and now he he you know is taking over. Uh, in Hell Yeah with Vinnie Paul, or yeah. for Vinnie Paul also. And he's from Easton. Yeah, it's insane. So like, he's, I always tell musicians, yeah. like, I mean, I could be completely wrong by giving this advice, but I always say, like, just play your, like, make little videos and just play in your instrument. Like, those, you know how people, like, do those little covers and they play them and put them on YouTube yeah. or Facebook? Yeah. You would not believe how far they reach out, and people eat that up. And, oh, my God, I forgot about uh, Kevin Sephora. Yeah. Uh, I, do you know Kevin at no. all? He has, uh, he has a studio, I think it's in Easton. Or Bethlehem, uh, but he he drummed uh, temporarily on tour with Breaking Benjamin, but then also uh, he was he was a drummer on tour for a while with Seether. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this area is which awesome. made for a wonderful conversation on Shiprocked with uh, with the singer of Seether. Yeah. Because I <laughs> talking to him about doing you know instead of doing a larger venue, he did two nights in a row at the Chameleon Club. And uh, you know, having all these different you know friends in common, it's it's been it's been an amazing uh, cool career people. and hobby. Yeah, I'll meet, tell you, you meet really it, cool it, people. It really has. Um, we were actually just talking. You, know, you said Shiprock. Um, going back to wrestling a little bit, we were just talking on the way up. I I <clears> want to do Jericho's cruise in the worst way. Like the Jericho cruise. It, it, it seems like it would be it would oh be my fun. God. It, it be would fun. be fun. It's wrestling I'm, and rock I'm, and roll. I know, but I'm I'm so sold on on Shiprocked every year now. Really? That's well, that's my on, thing. Like, is that a rotating artist? Yeah, the the artists are are rotating each each year, so oh you never God. know who's going to be on it until like maybe you know six months before the before the cruise. Yeah, pro wrestling and rock and roll. I'm there. <clears throat> like my dream lineup, if like they can do it. Like obviously, because Jericho has like so many connections. Like obviously, he, he could probably do like a Maiden or something like something crazy like that. But like he's friends with Steel Panther. He's friends with um, obviously, and then Steel Panther just finished with Crowbot. So like yeah. them two on that cruise, and then like if you like, and then if you like a fun cover band, he's always plugging. Um, who's that '80s band that always Jesse's Girl? He's friends with some of the people oh, from yeah, Jesse's yeah. Girl. Yep. He always talks about it on their podcast. Like, that'd be an awesome cruise. Like you know, what I mean, it's a little bit of everything there, and then you yeah. got obviously got some AEW wrestlers. Oh, and, I'm 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 oh sure it would be awesome. I'm I not would, I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying ticket. I'm sold on Shiprock. You can only afford to go on so many cruises. Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent Unless you hit subscribe and hit support to this guy more. Yeah, there, there you go. Sure. <laughs> so how did how did the IROC come about, and how did this this whole process start? Uh, guy that we briefly touched on and uh, mutual friends with uh, Al or mm-hmm. Big Al. Yep. Um, I've knew Al since college, and college, uh, Al was just one of those guys that he had a natural radio voice, yeah, or, or a narrator voice or something. He just he, he just had books. it. Yeah. He had it, and uh, we met at Lehigh Carbon Community College, and we joined the the radio station there, which at the time had an FM frequency. 
and um, we became roommates and skipped a lot of classes and just did devoted ourselves into the college radio station. Um, graduated, uh, I went into radio. He ended up taking a completely different route, getting away from what he went to school for, and uh, which is great because he has a wonderful family now. And he became even a better DJ by just being a listener in his truck while he's driving yeah. and talking on the CB. That's why I always tell people, too, like, if you're doing and podcasts, listen to other – if you're going to do anything, just he listen is a, to he other He is a people. professional radio listener. That's, yeah. that's exactly how he describes himself. And we were talking for a while because every once in a while we would, we would do, like, these reunions of – we had this thing called Kick-Ass Friday – Every every Friday that was all hard rock, heavy metal, and we'd get a little bit heavier as the day went on until the late night metal show back then. And uh, Al and I would always, you know, would talk about, you know, the, the idea of, you know, having our own internet radio station. Now, at the time, we started talking about this in, I think it was 2005. <coughs> and in 2005, uh, you had the internet, but... I wasn't sold on the idea. I think my dad had an internet radio show one time, like when it first, yeah. first got popular. I was not sold on the idea of going to the trouble of doing radio for someone that had to be pretty much sitting at their desk and listening to it on the computer the whole time. Mm -hmm. So I, I just call it visionary or whatever. But back then, I was like, I was like dude, I'm like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to come up with the concept. We're going to come up with the name. We're going to come up with, you know, the, the what's called a clock, which uh, in radio they do, you know, it, at this time you play this category, at this time you play this category. And it's not necessarily like, you know, rock, country, whatever, but it would be like, you know, this, this is going to be, you know, from this time area era. And, you know, after that will be a 90s song. And after that will be something brand new. And after that will be et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I put this clock together. And I never got rid of it. Never got rid of it. At the time, the name of the radio station was different, though. I, I came up with the name Rebel Radio X back then. But uh, Rebel Rebel Radio X. Where'd you get that? Yeah, I I, I just it, the idea of Rebel Radio was a big thing back then. Because Howard used to use Rebel Rebel as one of his songs. Rebel. It had nothing to do with Howard back then. Sorry, we're going back to the uh, Howard. Sorry, thing. sorry. My fandom boy kicked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be one. You'd be one of those like uh, uh, just starstruck fans. Have you ever met Howard? I, I, it's crazy though, because I don't really get crazy over celebrities like that. Like if I meet someone, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, it is what it is. But um, there's a few people out there that I get giddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho's probably one of them too. He would be but, one. Yeah. Um, him, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. I would. Okay. <laughs> I, I would throw. I would take my bra off. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Walmart or Victoria's Secret? <laughs> Whatever I can afford. Expensive equipment's expensive. Um, but I, I said, look, we're gonna we're gonna put this idea together, and uh, when the time is right, I like we'll we'll do it. But you know, I'm not convinced that this is the way to do it. While you have to be married to your desk, mm -hmm. so I said, you know, eventually the time is gonna come where you can hop in your car. And you're going to be able to press a button on your car and listen to internet radio while you're driving. And it's not going to have to be satellite radio because satellite was out then. Yeah, it was, just, it was huge. Um, satellite radio was out then, except it, it, was, it was Sirius and it was XM. There, there were 
as two separate companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going to be have to be married to the desk. What I didn't realize was that your phone was eventually going to be something where An app. you know not just in your car and at your desk, but you could just take it anywhere. Bluetooth has become so, amazing. So yes, so now and, and you know when when this first came about, I was like, okay, the time is now. Now how do we do it? Mm-hmm. And uh, a buddy of mine. Named uh, Blake Dannon. He used to work at WZZO. He stole his weekends at WMMR. Um, but he, at the time, was working with uh, this company called Live 365. And Live 365 would, uh, they were a company that was kind of like iHeartRadio before iHeartRadio existed. And when you had a radio station on, on their network, it was just on Live 365, though. You couldn't do it through Live 365 and then be on the TuneIn app and then be on the iHeartRadio app and then be on et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You had to be exclusively on Live 365. And at the time, it was like, it was insanely cheap. It was like ridiculous. It was like Mm -hmm. 30 bucks a month. And it paid your royalty fees. Well, of course it paid your royalty fees because it was only through their network. But, uh, and you also, if you did end up getting sponsorships or you did end up doing a show at a, at a club like we do, uh, we were fortunate enough to have venues to work with and, and partner with on, on concerts. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, this is where, you know, a little bit of, you know, working in FM, you know, really paid off because I established friendships with different promoters mm-hmm. and different venues. And anybody who's listening that hasn't heard of the Chameleon Club uh, really hasn't been going out and going to a lot of concerts because the Chameleon Club is a, a, a very legendary rock club, not just in Pennsylvania, but now in the United States. Um, you know, there there was CBGBs. They are no longer around anymore. Yeah, there was the Trucadero in Philadelphia. That's not, I mean, you can argue that the Electric Factory is a legendary venue yeah. now what was the other one that was really pop, like croc rock or whatever i remember that being huge at one time you know what i'm not gonna knock croc rock it was a it was a cool club but it literally That's where everybody it, wanted it, to go it literally I mean, was a snap of a finger yeah that was the popular one when i was like in high school i was like oh we go to croc rock you, you want to talk about a venue uh that that was pretty legendary for at least 15 years uh maybe longer was the silo in reading yeah so that, that was a name. Goodfellas could be that. Could be. Yeah. They just got to put their money into the building. I said it, not him. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I'm just very passionate. I'm just like I said, Goodfellas. But, you have you have the you have amazing music in your area, but and, but and you're not, the, but you're not cashing ven- in these venues that are legendary clubs. There aren't as many of them anymore. Yeah. That that have been around for twenty, thirty, almost forty years. Yeah. The cool thing and, with Chameleon Club too is it has the huge upstairs venue. And then it has a smaller venue in the bottom, like the Lizard Lounge, where yes. you can be the upcoming band and still put a show on there. Yes. And then, like, you work your way up to the Chameleon Club. Like, it's kind of neat. So, uh, but you have the Chameleon Club. You have the Stone Pony. I think that that's in L.A., right? Stone Pony. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some other, you um, know, really good. I think the, the Rainbow another, Room. The Rainbow and the Viper Room. And the Viper Room. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, I'll digress and get back to what, you know, yeah. what we were talking about. But, um, 
so we started, you know, getting involved with uh, a bunch of different venues too, and we're very fortunate to be able to do that. But, whew, you know, it's uh, it, it it it's definitely been uh, a process, and you know, we 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 do this uh, for the for the passion of it. We do it, uh, you know, to go out and get involved in the shows and, and interview. Uh, the different bands and get in front of people. And as we started growing, Live 365 ended up closing shop because royalty fees started going up. There was this big thing with uh, royalty fees for the artists with ASCAP, BMI, and all the other organizations. So cost kept going up, and Live 365 said, we can't, we can't uh, handle this anymore. So I talked to another buddy of mine that was doing an internet radio station, and mostly on Live 365, to be honest with you. It was, it was mostly people just putting a podcast on, or not a podcast, I'm sorry, uh, an iPod, Shuffle. Oh, really? There was no imaging, <laughs> there was no DJs, there was no nothing. Yeah. It was just... Music and dead air in between. Yeah, and then you're working your butt off to make like a schedule and a promotion. And I'm, I'm programming it. I'm making everything real <laughs> tight some, so some that the goes. songs go back to back to back. You're hearing DJs in between. You're hearing, uh, you know, they're, they're called sweepers or station IDs. But, yeah, you know, some people call them station commercials or whatever. The little things that with the effects and the voice guys and mm -hmm. the sound bites that say the radio station name. Regardless, um See, I, I get sidetracked a lot. <laughs> I like it. I like Squirrel. it. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <It's>, uh, <laughs> Butterfly. But, um, no, it, uh, we, we did all that. Live 365 closed, closed down, and then we had to start doing everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. And now there's, there's like one company out there, I think, called uh, ProNet Licensing. And if you pay them a set fee, they will pay the royalties to all of the different uh, organizations. So now we do that. Now we're on the tune in, uh, radio app, that network. Um, and that's the one that we were talking about before where, you know, when you log on the tune in, you download the app, make sure you click the X in the upper right hand corner. Unless you have, unless you're a baller, then get that subscription. But they, yeah, they, they want, <laughs> they want you to buy premium. So that way, you know, they, they don't have to sell as many commercials, and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. The thing is, is that really, w we don't pause for commercials, so you're not really gonna gonna be hearing many commercials. Yeah. That's, that's what we're talking about too. Like a lot of podcasts, they uh, like, they'll be like, "Oh, your oh your podcast an hour forty five minutes? That's too long. Your podcast two hours is too long." I'm like, "There's a lot of podcasts that are an hour or hour or too long, but forty five minutes of that hour is is, is ad snuck in between." And you have, to, you have to hit the skip button to get through all the ads. Yeah. I mean, listen, if people want to do ads, I'll do the same thing, but I'm just not that, I'm not that level yet. So you're getting legit, the full content is it. You know, you're, you're listed in yeah. us the whole time. But, yeah, e even, when, even when we do start running sponsors, um, which we will, but we're only going to do no more than two minutes. Yeah. Or, well, just do, like, the live read thing. No more than two minutes. Where yeah, you have, like, a... It, it doesn't make a difference to anyone. Yeah. It doesn't make a difference to what you're talking about. If you're stopping the music for that long, it better be something really entertaining. Yeah. Uh, or you better get in, get out. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's what they 
that's what they tell you in the pros. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, uh, you know, think about it. Now, what we're doing right now, you know, people want to hear us talking. They want to, they, if if they don't, they're long gone by now. Yeah. But uh, it, they want to hear us talking about the different topics. Mm-hmm. But someone that's tuning into a radio station that's music oriented, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah. like even even when I interview different artists. And it's probably too long also, but I'll, I'll go about seven or eight minutes. And then usually in the interview, we'll take a break and play music. Then we'll come back and we'll do seven or eight more minutes before we're out. Yeah. And occasionally, yeah, occasionally sometimes they go a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, I always liked like me personally, while I'm not the majority, but like when the DJ before a song is played kind of gives you a little insight about the artist or like, Hey, this artist you're about to hear, like, how you're doing, like, you know, Chris Jericho, the lead singer of this band, is a pro wrestler, da 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 da, da. Like, I dig that kind of stuff. I yeah. don't, but I'm very someone who dives into, like, I like music and artists more than what they are, just who they are. I kind, right. I like that kind of stuff. So I, I, I do like that. But, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. It, it has to be either very entertaining. I should, I should have said it this way. Or informative. It, yeah, very yeah. entertaining or very uh, informational on a topic that they want to hear. Well, yeah. if you're listening to the music, then you are you are going to want to hear information about the artist. Yeah, you know. Do you guys do anything at your station for uh, for Rush? For we we have not over the weekend. Uh, it's it it's been a very busy weekend. And I, yeah. I I apologize for that. It was an incredible loss. Yeah. Um. The one of the great, probably the greatest show of all time. Ar- it. Arguably. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yep. But. So I mean, we have done for artists in the past. We we did for Chester. Oh, that uh, was rough. We did a, a memorial for uh, uh, Chris Cornell. Oh, Cornell, yeah. Chris Cornell. Uh, Chester. Che- that um, Chester one sucked, man. I was devastated. I had tickets to go see Blink-22 and Linkin Park, which were my... Like, when I first got into... I always say, like, when I first got into music, obviously, my dad was always been a music guy. Always. Um so I, when I once I stopped listening to his music and I found my own bands, <laughs> my first band that was my band was like Linkin Park and Green and Blink One Eight Two, and I was wow. like I was a, I still a huge Blink One Eight Two fan. And then when I found out they were doing two shows and one of them was in Hershey, I was pumped. I was like this is happening. And the Tuesday before the show, Chester took yeah. his own life. I was so yeah. I was devastated, devastated. Yeah, that was a huge loss. We were in Vegas. I might have told this on a different show, but. If you've heard it, just hit the skip button. Uh, hit the 30-second button. Um, but we were in Vegas, and uh, I was intoxicated, so I was getting the – it was extra emotional, I guess you could say. And we were walking – you ever been to Fremont Street in Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. Oh, yet. do it. It's amazing. Especially um, if you like music, go to, go straight to Fremont Street. Skip everything else. I, I, I know quite a few people in Vegas, and they keep saying, you got to come out to visit. you got to come out to visit. Yeah. And uh, – it, I don't gamble. It, it's it's definitely something that's on my list to do. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, quick shout out to Tommy Paris of Brittany Fox. He's one that keeps saying, "Come on out to visit." <laughs> yeah. Um, we became friends through Twitter. Really? Of all, and then he ended up. Uh, he was the first uh, rock artist to guest DJ on on iRock Radio. Oh, cool. Yep. Now to guest DJ, you could do it from your computer. Like how do how do you do that? You you can do it with with a computer and a mic. Uh, when we first started, and Big Al was the guy who who did this, because like I said, him and I started this together, mm-hmm. um, along with some other guys from the from college radio. And then I started eventually uh, talking to different people uh, that I worked with at other FM radio stations. But um, 
he used al used a uh a microphone that was used for rock band <laughs> oh okay <laughs> and yeah. he put it on a mic stand it went into the usb port and he put a mic filter over it and it sounded fine of course i'll, I'll also credit that to his voice because yeah. <laughs> the voice of an angel but yep yep <clears throat> but the the funny thing is is that one of our other DJs just uh, noticed this recently, and I, I I used to like occasionally if I wasn't doing an interview, and I just kind of ran into somebody, whether it be the singer of All That Remains or Chris Motionless of Motionless and White on the Chiprocked Cruise or whoever, um, I'd be like, hey, can you do a station ID for us? And then I had a, an MP3 like an audio recording app on the phone. Get you a Zoom. Yep, but. Did it on did it on the phone. Uh, Matt from from Ashes the New. He's like, oh well, let's do it in the bathroom. And it's so funny because like everyone's like looking like him, Matt and I are walking to the bathroom after the Chameleon Club closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, we weren't doing any of that. That's what it looked um, like though. Nope. But uh, Come and, here, we'll and talk about it. And uh, <laughs> and he just talked right in right into the phone and recorded. We recorded on a wave, which I converted to MP3. Nice. Um, the funny thing is, is that now, um, one of our DJs noticed. Oh, wait! What if I put this filter that go- normally goes over a microphone? I put this over my phone, and I use that same app. And you know what happened? It sounds just like this. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So um, now so we you have want to throw a pop filter in your pocket. Now we've we've, <laughs> we've 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 had we've had people listeners guest DJ. And we've had different artists guest DJ on tour, recording their their talk breaks on their phone, and it sounds just fine. Oh wow! Because technology has become so uh, advanced. advanced that now you can you can actually do it from anywhere, and it still sounds just like we're in this room right now. Yeah. Yep. So um, now, when it comes to like the future of iRock, what are some of your goals, plans? You know, the funny thing is that uh, IROC has already surpassed uh, the goals that I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've just, at first, I never anticipated it getting off the Live 365 network. At first, I never anticipated it going longer than five years. Uh, we're going on six years, January 20th. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, we started, I, I never anticipated when we first started doing concerts so now with the chameleon club with reverb in reading with uh working with slp concerts stan levenstone uh with working with the hmac and 717 entertainment um doing all these different shows whether they're larger shows or smaller shows we haven't done an arena show yet but we actually came very close to doing an arena show um i threw a festival i was I, i was actually i was actually asked if we were interested in it. And this goes back to our conversation about T102 or any other radio station. If you're given something, an opportunity to do something, but it doesn't quite fit the format, is it better to do it just to get in front of these people? Or is it better to not do it? Because really... Are you really attracting the people that you're your demographic to? Yeah. Yeah. And the the truth is we probably attracted more than the local FM station because it was Slayer 
And it was Ministry, and it was Primus. And the truth is, we play Primus, and we could probably play Ministry. And the truth is, we probably could play a Slayer song or two. Some Raining Blood. But, (laughs) But at the same time, does it really represent... What you normally hear on our yeah, stage. Yeah, if, if someone is a, is a diehard Slayer fan and they turn in and they hear Five if, Finger Death Punch, yeah. they're going to turn in. Oh, no, not not necessarily Five Finger Death Punch, but if they hear Imagine Dragons. Yeah. 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 If, well, some metal guys think that Five Finger Death Punch is just Imagine Dragons with a, if, a heavier sound. If, <laughs> if they hear Goldfinger. Yeah. Uh,. You know, which is kind of like a hyped-up version of Green Day. That's you know. Well, imagine but, Imagine Dragons had weren't they like best song, like the like they, they they like the songs of the decade, and I think Imagine Dragons was like the top two or three songs yeah. of the decade. Yeah, because they they crossed over that al- alternative brand yeah. crosses over into different. I was genres. So it still I counts it as active it rock. Rap. It still counts as top forty. It still yeah. counts as you know, kind of like back in the day when Def Leppard. Yeah. would kind of cross over because they were considered top 40 and they were considered rock and they were considered active rock yep. and they were considered blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, it, the, yeah, the truth was we, we, we could have done Slayer. And it was something that, you know, I, I kind of, I, I had to think about it for a while. I was like, man, I would love to do an arena show. And yeah, we play about four different Primus songs. But are people going there for Primus, or are they going there for Slayer, who really doesn't represent our station? Yeah, we play Metallica. Yeah, we play Megadeth, Iron Maiden. But we're not playing, like, four or five songs like that an hour. Mm -hmm. We're probably playing one or two of them an hour. (laughs) You know? So, um, you know, the, the hard part is trying to keep the 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 image of the radio station consistent yeah um so is that something that i would like to do sure do i think that there's an opportunity for that there might be a little one Mm -hmm. but i'm certainly happy with doing stuff at hmac or the harrisburg midtown art center uh i'm you know it's a fun venue too the sherman theater that's fun i like them a lot yeah yeah, I mean, they, they Stan works with them, and he also uh, works with another the one station I used to work with, ninety seven nine. Yeah, uh, does a lot there, and and I think WZZO oh. does a little bit there also. That's Hold in on Stroudsburg. One. The camera just shut off. The audio is still going. The camera just shut off. Did, you plug that in Did I break your camera? No. Did I? <laughs> I did. I broke the camera. I have the audio. We're fine. So the, the the video will only go for a little longer. Um, and then the rest of the audio, they can go tune into the audio platform side. I'm not sure what happened. I hope it just didn't overheat or something. That's never happened. See, I'm, I'm oh, hooked okay. up to there, so I hear the audio come through the camera. And then you're oh, through there, okay. so you're hearing the out of the box. Uh, and then do, it just do you popped. want no, I'm fine. The I'm fine. No, I'm good. Right. Um, we're, we're, it's getting close there anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of you speak it. It... Um, you can make it happen. 
you know, just kind of put it out in the universe and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I definitely don't think that's out of the wheelhouse for you. I think it'll definitely happen. We've we've done uh, af- after our third year. That's when we started doing birthday bashes. Mm-hmm. So the first year uh, we did it was headlined by Lacey Sturm, the the original singer of Flyleaf, mm-hmm. uh, a band called Palisades, um, Letters from the Fire, and Stitched Up Heart. So three out of uh, three out of the four bands that were playing, uh, we played all the bands, but three out of the four bands were also. Uh, it, it was the beginning of that really strong female-fronted band movement. Yeah. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun, and we did that at the Chameleon Club. Then the the following year was a band called Star Set, and each year the the band became a little bit more well known because Star Set had had quite a bit of singles at the time too, and they finally had not even pun intended, but I was going to say a monster single yeah. and it was called monster. And that was actually played on almost all the rock stations around. Um, and now last year we did, uh, bands that started in the early, early two thousands, uh, saliva and trapped. Okay. And, uh, and they did, they did our, our fifth birthday bash and that was at reverb and Reading. Oh, cool. And so was, so was star set. When's your next one? Coming? Um, good question. Good question. So usually around this time period is a time where promoters are kind of waiting and they're waiting to find out who they're going to be able to book and at what time. And then all of a sudden, somewhere around mid-February, all of a sudden, boom, all these bands like, you know, start to say, oh, we want to go on tour. Oh, we want to go on tour, et cetera. Um, so it's, it's kind of a matter of, you know, what, what's going to be coming out and... You know, working with the different venues could it, be, it could be the Chameleon Club in Lancaster, it could be Reverb in Reading, uh, it could be HMAC in Harrisburg, or it could be somewhere different. But yeah. I I I am big on you know continuing to work with the people that have been working with you and helping you yeah, as, you're, as you're growing. And you know, on Live 365, it took a year. We were only on that that network for a year. And out of 512 rock stations that were on the Live 365 network, we, we became a top 10 uh, rock station on that network. Um, you can't really tell with TuneIn and you know all the different ones. We're also on RadioGuide.fm and online music player and a few a few other ones. But what I can tell you is that we we've grown to the point where we have listeners uh, over a 30 day period. In on the average, it's usually been about ninety-eight different countries. But the last I checked, it was uh, one hundred and thirteen different countries. Wow! Uh, the average listener listens for about fifty minutes, give or take, somewhere between forty-six and fifty-two. With a car drive. Um, yeah, pretty much. And you know that's that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I say that's on the average because. There are some people that I I swear maybe they, you know, have a business and they just kind of keep it on and it's constantly playing. Yeah, and it's constantly playing. It would be a decent tattoo shop music. It it would, and you know, we were we were talking about this before about how we don't necessarily filter, and as you can tell, like it wouldn't be you couldn't hear it in a dentist's office. But I don't have (laughs) the most horrible potty mouth. I can you know try to you know keep it down. I almost dropped an f bomb a few times and I didn't. I struggle, Um, but. uh, 
you know, our, our DJs will do it just on occasion, but the truth is most of our music, we do not play the edited version. Yeah. Uh, you know, will we play some that are edited? Yes. Why? Well, it's probably because I had it and I don't want to pay to have it a second time. Yeah. When, you know, every single song that comes out on our station, if a, uh, a publicist or a record label isn't giving me that song, I got to go and pay for that MP3. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll be honest with you, when I go to concerts, I like to support the bands. They'll, they'll, you know, say, Hey, here, here's a CD. And, you know, I mean, if, if I haven't heard of the band, yeah, I'll take the CD. But if I'm going, if I'm supporting that band, if we're promoting that show, if we're, you know, and I already know that this is music that I know that I'm going to like, I'm going to give them that money because, you know, not bands don't make the money that they used to on their music anymore. hundred percent. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I, I've been known to spend too much. My wife can attest when I go to shows, I, I buy like four or five t-shirts and merch and yeah. all of it. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, 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 the, I'm the same way, man. I, I want to show that support, but, uh, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll wrap up here. Is there any, like, to, to, obviously, we, uh, irockradio.me. Dot M-E. Dot M-E. Um, where can they, where else can they come see you guys and, and, and do some stuff soon? Are you guys doing any local shows anytime soon? Uh, we have a, uh, a show coming up next, a week from today, uh, at HMAC. Uh, it, it, whether you call it, uh, Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center, whether you call it House of Music Arts and Culture. Yeah. Um, but it's, HMAC is the cool name. HMAC is the cool <laughs> name. Uh, the website is harrisburgarts.com. Yeah. And uh, we're doing a show with Danny Worsnop, uh, the weed singer of Asking Alexandria. He's doing a solo show before he ends up being on Ship Rocked with Asking Alexandria, uh, a band that I've loved forever. So this is like, th- this will be one of my, uh, you know, moments where I. Fangirl? <laughs> you, you fangirl, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what day is that? That's Sunday. This what, this upcoming Sunday? Yes, oh, week cool. from today. Well, this yep. wouldn't air before then, but oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But if you were there, cool. We we loved seeing you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll still put the show up. Like I'll like send me the links and all, and I'll put right. it up there. Um, yeah, I'm not. I think well, next Sunday we're doing the Mellow Mink. What time does the show start? Doors open at six. I think uh, the first band goes on around seven or seven thirty. All right, we'll see what we can yeah. do. Maybe we can shoot over. After Mellow Mink and see a, a couple songs, or we won't be able to stay the whole night because you'll work the next day. But you sl- go sleep in the car. We'll get you. I know people at HMAC. We'll get you a green room. You get you can crash. I have a guest room here. Yeah. Can, you know. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I want to thank you so much for having us on and 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 doing this. We got to definitely do it again. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you may be awesome. in my studio, but yeah. we're uh, well. You brought we're, we're on your podcast. Yeah, it was, so. it was awesome. Finally um, sitting down and talking to you. We yeah. met so many times and finally got the all there, worked out. There's there's yeah definitely so much more that we can we can 100%. talk about. Yeah. Absolutely, and and not even including wrestling. So you got to get me on the tornado. Yeah, we'll have you call in. Well. Talk, call in, talk yeah. some wrestling with us. But uh, yeah, it's it's irockradio.me. You can uh, play it on your phone off of the website directly, um, or uh, what is it? Online music music box, uh, radioguide.fm, and definitely tune in. Tune in is our favorite because you can you can rewind. Yeah, yeah, you can rewind for about a half hour. And you can also, uh, if if you get a phone call, 
it will pause and it will continue to record. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, nice. yeah, tune in is always r- really cool when it comes to that. Awesome. But, uh, no, I, I just want to say also that, um, you know, one, one thing that I've really loved about doing this is the family of DJs that, that have really come together and helped out mm-hmm. with, uh, with doing this and doing it for the love of the music and for radio. And uh, you can get uh, see a list of them on the website. But uh, real quick, C- uh, CC is from Trenton, New Jersey, and I, I used to work with her at an FM radio station. Uh, Shelly uh, actually does mornings on uh, uh, was it Bigfoot Country out of Seawinds Grove. She's does mornings on that. Uh, Craven is the operations manager of Quick Rock and State College. That's a cool name. So it's like and, magic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he does he does that. Uh, our IT guy Andy Andrew, um, he uh, him, Damon Price, who's actually a contemporary Christian artist, also. Um, they're from the Allentown area as well as Damian and Hamilton. Um, and then we have Rick Becker that used to work on 1057 the X here in Harrisburg, and he now lives close to Orlando, Florida. Oh, cool! So we have a ton of guys. Oh, and Mr. Ed. Uh, does voice work for a bunch of different radio stations. He actually does sweepers. He's also a horse. That's that was his old job. <laughs> he was a talking horse. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, he uh, used to do mornings in Buffalo back in the day. So you're you're, so, you're out there, man. You're, yeah, that's a lot of networking. Yep, that's cool. Yep. So we have uh, we have a lot of great DJs. No two D- DJs have even a. a, a close type of personality to each other so yeah. that's the only thing that would really be different mm-hmm. the the music is constantly uh the same type of format again listen to it for about i, I would say about 15 20 minutes to decide whether or not you actually like the station or not yeah. and any of the uh, any of the interviews if they're if they're not being you know played at a specific time uh most of the interviews are uh in podcast form and they can be uh, listened to also uh, off of our website as well under the features section. Awesome. So. And if, if you ever wanted to look to put your pod like that, those interviews on like a like a platform kind of like how we do, um, I can. If you they use, are yeah, uh, Anchor. There's an app called Anchor. It is. Yep. It's on it's Anchor, so it's on Spotify. Yep. It's on. It's on uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So if you if people search iRock Radio on Spotify, your interviews will pop up. Yes. Awesome. There yes. you go. You got another iRockRadio dot me dot me dot me on on Anchor. And as as a matter of fact, on Anchor, I think we we actually did the parentheses dot, not the the actual dot. Oh. But you can try that also. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, and uh, to simplify things a little bit, also you could if you have Alexa. I don't, so it's safe for me to say it right now. Yeah. Alexa, play I-R-O-C-K on TuneIn. Oh, nice. And it should start playing. i got to figure out how to do that. So, so like, But you have, you have to have the TuneIn app. But I would imagine yeah. if you do that, you'll have the opportunity to download the TuneIn app. Oh, cool. So. Awesome. Well, thank you once right. again, man. I had a blast. Thank you. We're going to do this again. And we'll definitely I look ho- forward to it. We'll definitely hook up and go, some, go see some shows together. We'll go see some shows. We'll... Do some wrestling. We'll do some pay per view parties. We'll do it all. You gotta come to some indie shows with us. Come to some like to like a PPW show. Absolutely. The twenty fifth, badass Billy Gunn and the Brooklyn Brawler is gonna be there. You, yeah, you've said that before. That's yeah. awesome. That's, I, that's, I forget the name of the organization. There, there was an organization that that did a a show with the station I was working at uh, up around Scranton. Yeah, it was Insane Clown Posse. I would, I would have seen that one. 
You went to that I Spring Cultural that Center? Yeah, oh. I, I, I'm not a big ICP guy. Well, I station, just, station did it back then. Remember what I said yeah. about how it's got to fit? Yeah. I, well, we still uh, sold out. If you're an ICP but, fan, please don't turn off if you made it this far. But I, I, <laughs> I, I went down to Pottsville and did a, a show with them, and I got into a scuffle with the one manager, and the wrestler had to, uh, it ended up sneaking up behind me and hit me in the back with a chair. Oh, wow. So you took a chair shot. I took a chair shot. A good one? I Yeah, it was a good one. I <laughs> fell on my face, too. Well, it looked like I fell on yeah. my face. But nice. Yeah, so I had to go to wrestling school for two days take just to learn how to take the chair shot and fall on my face without hurting myself. You took a bump. I did. Good for you. I did. I was really excited about that. I would that. take bumps, but I, it's probably not a good idea. I guess we can talk about taking bumps in that another time but yeah yeah awesome man thank <laughs> you so much um we're gonna close it out here iwp network uh, interviews with everyday people like i said check everything out in the links below to support this guy and support irock radio dot me dot me and we're gonna close out here with a harrisburg rapper um vito DePiro. so go check it out all his links are below us too thank you guys so much we'll see you next time Just living my life, just living my life, it's my time. Just living my life, just living my life, just living my life, it's my time. Athletic at the peak of my life, slipped a couple times, I was speeding on ice. Never took a risk, then you cheat in your life. You never took a risk, then you cheat in your life. It's a hole in my heart, probably never be filled. And part of me thinks it'll never be healed. I lost some of my family to the dope. Overflow my mind with positive vibes, that's how I cope They ask if I stop, I tell them no Speak foul on my name, clean your mouth, that was so I'm crying right now while I'm writing this shit I'm dying inside just from fighting this shit Amidst all the darkness, I see light in this bitch Give me one small spark and I'm igniting this bitch